Hello listeners, welcome to episode 81. I just wanted a quick word with you before we start our show to tell you that this week's episode is dedicated to our Explorer of the Week and this week it is Jonathan Perna. Now, Jonathan is our Explorer of the Week because he signed up for Patreon for one of the tiers, tier two or above, gets you to be Explorer of the Week periodically uh, and this week it is Jonathan now it is thanks to people like Jonathan uh, that we are able to keep creating what we absolutely love here so thank you so so much from the bottom of our hearts Uh, you're an absolute star in our book now if you want to be explorer of the week as well all you need to do is go to patreon.com forward slash aliens explored and sign up for tier two or above on our patreon and uh, and we will love you forever and yes you will get to be explorer of the week at tier two and above there's loads more stuff in there as well at different tiers there are t-shirts you can chat with us there's all sorts of things going on at the various tiers so have a good look at that uh, and pick one that suits you anyway Let's get on with today's show. Thanks to Explorer of the Week, Jonathan Perner. Aliens Explored is a podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Sometimes all you want to do is just put your feet up and enjoy a good television show. And UFO documentaries can be informative, entertaining, or in an ideal world, both. Join myself and Neil here on Aliens Explored as we review the Netflix series Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. Hello listeners and welcome to Aliens Explored, your weekly look at the mysterious skies and the mysterious underseas, the mysterious outer limits of space and the imagination. Um, I'm one of your presenters, Neil Kelly. And I'm your other presenter, host, normally, we're normally hosts, um, <laughs> Stu <Steve> Jackson, <laughs> we're presenters, yes. We're presenters, um, we're hosts, we're, we're, we're. is there a difference, are we splitting I hairs? I don't know, I don't know, uh... We'd, we'd, I think we'll have to take this one offline, shall we? We'd... No, no, no. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, no, it's an interesting. Are we presenters or are we hosts? Well, we're not. We're not presenting something else. No. We're. we're I, th- I think I we're going know. down a rabbit hole here. We are. <laughs> anyway, perhaps our anyway. listeners have an opinion <laughs> on it. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. If, if you have a sufficiently strong opinion, then we will, of course, bend to your will. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. We're explorers into the unknown. Yes, How and speaking, speaking of explorers, we've had a few um, get in contact with us. Um, Ty has been in touch. 
Yeah, always nice to hear from you, Ty. Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, thank you so much for getting in touch. Well, thank you to everyone for get, who gets in touch. We've had quite a few emails lately, haven't we? We, we uh, have. Jonathan we, and we, Jonathan's Dawn. been in touch with some, uh, yeah, some some suggestions for things he'd he'd like to to talk about or hear us talk about. He's a he's a long time fan, saying hello from Texas. So uh, welcome, yeah. welcome, Jonathan. Oh, whenever you get to, whenever you get to listen to this, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome. And yes, we've had a we had a, an email from from Dawn saying nice work chaps and asking about um about my military expertise of, <laughs> <laughs> such as well, it she is. was quite impressed with with basically the um the the information I'm choosing my words very carefully now. Uh, the information <laughs> that you get, I don't want to offend you, um, but yeah, <laughs> the information that you come out with because no, it it really is really quite interesting. Um, the stuff you know, the the historical military insight uh, I, I, that you I often guess, bring. Yeah, and and it's everything is sort of. Pretty much everything we talk about is post World War Two, isn't it? And mm. I've been alive for most of that time. Um, yeah. And uh, yes, uh, but yeah, and, and pretty much everything we cover does have a military dimension to it because it involves airspace being encroached upon by by advanced craft with some, seemingly with impunity. And, and uh, of course, it's it's our defence forces or the American defence forces that that are the first to know about it. And it is, of course, the military-industrial complex that has the downed spacecrafts um, that are reverse engineering that are holding the bodies of these alien beings um, and interrogating them and what have you. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah, not just interrogating them, but um, sending out men in black suits to interrogate anyone who... Absolutely. Claims to have seen something. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, yes, and controlling our thoughts with 5G. No, no, yeah. I'm going to stop. Yeah, put, put I, your, I only go so far down. The yeah, rabbit. put your oh, tinfoil cap back on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but we've been, uh, we've been looking at a few different um, uh, UFO uh, things. But um, for this episode, we've been watching telly. That's television. For our American uh, t- TV, yeah, TV. Te- television, we we shorten it to telly. Americans tend to shorten it to the initials, so they'll say TV. Like we'll say a video, they would say a VCR. If any of our listeners are, are young enough to have used one of those things, video cassette recorder, a VCR. We just say a video. Yes, yes, so, indeed. Um, or a tape. A tape, yeah. But we've actually we're, we're in the twenty first century now, so we've been watching. Uh, a streaming, a streaming series on on Netflix. We have. Uh, we've not been chilling while watching it, uh, but we have been Netflixing. We have been Netflixing um, critically, critically, <laughs> and taking notes. Uh, rather critically, in my case, um, but we'll come on to that, I'm sure. Uh, but yes, this is the series on Netflix: uh, Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. Yes. Next. Came out here in the UK a few weeks ago as we're recording it. We're, um, mm. It's actually really so. I can't believe you and I haven't mentioned this yet, Neil, but it's a really auspicious day for us as we are recording this. This um, date, the 25th of February, yes, 2022. 
our Patreon has just launched this afternoon, so we're all excited and hyped up um, on that. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Um, well, it's, all, it's always worth a mention, so it, it's there, isn't it? And, and where, can, where can our listeners find the link? Uh, I believe it is patreon.com forward slash aliens explored. There you go, listeners. There'll be have a, a link have a, in the description look. anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yes, this this TV series then, Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. Yes. Um, there's six episodes in this series one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're planning another series, but they always call it series one. Um, mm. I, I, I'm going to hold up my hands here. I have only watched the first three episodes so far. I, I've watched, I think, four I think I've oh. four episodes. Okay, so you're a bit further through it. A little than bit me. further along. I've watched the yeah. Um I'm I'm gonna hazard a guess that um we may not be of too disparate <laughs> opinions no. on this particular one. Let's have a talk about the title of the show before we get into any of the content though. Well, yes. So that should give you a clue as to as to where they're coming from. Top secret UFO projects declassified. This isn't just a general program about about UFOs and and other related phenomena. It is it is actually about government secret projects pertaining to those UFOs. All all our favourite. I mean, it's, it covers much of the ground that we've we've covered on our on our podcast on aliens explored and mm-hmm. and many of our favourite people have. Popped up, and they like Nick Pope and Doctor <laughs> oh, Professor. Pops up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he seems to be a, a, a central figure in this. He wasn't in the last one I watched, which was about um, um, UFO encounters in other countries. But whenever it's been to do with the US, um, yeah, he's he's right there, front and center. I mean, he he lives in the US. He's he's uh, deep in one of the red states, I believe. Right, uh, in more ways than one. Mm. Um, but uh, I'm not a fan. I think anyone who <laughs> listen, I've been. I, do you know what? I've been ranting with him on Twitter recently as well. Oh, on this subject or on no, other subjects that he no. has strong his, opinions about? Oh, look! Isn't it brilliant that they're killing all the disabled people through COVID? I mean, that's not what he said. To be clear, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, if Nick Pope, if you're listening, <laughs> that's my we know that's that's not take. what you said. <laughs> That is not what you said, but that's my bias take on it. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's mm. <laughs> we're getting off topic. Yes, Nick Pope does appear in it, but but the whole title itself, the whole feel of it, top secret UFO project, right? Projects for mm. a start. Um, it's not projects. That that implies that. It is revealing top secret information. Well, no, I mean, well, the, the declassified <laughs> suggests that um, it, it, it more than suggests it actually says declassified. So here we are. We've got top secret information that's been declassified. So now we can tell you. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry to disappoint you, listeners. You won't hear of many top secrets um, no. declassified. Uh, just to, just to be clear, from taking putting on my military hat again, what top secret means in in NATO anyway? Um, top secret information is information the undisclosed the the sorry, I'll start again. <laughs> top secret is information the 
the unauthorized <laughs> disclosure of which would uh, would cause exceptionally grave damage to the interests of the nation. That's easy for now, you to say. <laughs> it's it's easy for me to say, and of course, it's all very subjective because what do you mean by exceptionally grave damage, and what are the interests yes. of the nation? Are the the interests of the nation necessarily your interests? As as I learned, serving in the military, um, embarrassing the prime minister counts as causing exceptionally grave damage to the interests of the nation. I count it as sport. <laughs> it's sport, yeah. But yeah, it's it's subjective. Um, upsetting the, something which upsets the Queen, um, or something which makes the the, the imagine in the US something that, that makes the the US president look ridiculous or undermines him if it should come out. Or the, upsetting uh, the Queen. Sorry, yeah. I'm just going to backtrack on this slightly. I mean, what does it take to upset the Queen? Because she just paid twelve million quid to get her f- son. To buy yes. off his victim. Yeah. So what does it take to upset the Queen? I'll run it. Oh. Well, she's obviously upset about her um her platinum jubilee being having this having this uh, these sexual allegations, sexual offence allegations hanging over it. So she wanted to to put an end to it. Of course, it doesn't put an end to it because she's paid twelve million quid to um, Victoria Kiefer. Um. So so of course now people are saying, well, wait a minute, whose money is that anyway? Mm-hmm. Um, is that is that our money? When you say the Queen's money, where, where does she? Oh, she gets it from us. Um, and also, that could be paying off a victim um, rather than face them in court. This could be taken as a mission of guilt. Oh, and often is. Yeah. I mean, legally, no, it, it obviously doesn't. But absolutely, in the in the armchair court of um, public opinion, the court of public, public opinion. opinion yeah. Yes. Um, absolutely, it does. Anyway, but we're already getting off topic. We so, are well off topic. So yes, no, that's that's a good call on the whole. What does top secret actually mean? Mm. But but the the title itself is a meaningless bigging up of oh, it's 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 top secret stuff. It's it's been declassified, and we're mm. bringing it out, and uh, that doesn't reflect the content at all. <laughs> I, I don't no. think. No, I mean it, it covers various topics like Project Aurora, Project Blue Book. Um, if if it will tell you what they are and and who was involved in it, um, but there's nothing that wasn't already in in the public domain in that. And and what I found watching watching three or four of these programs, they they all come come at it come at the topic from the same angle, which is that um, the U.S. government or some governments around the world, but particularly the US government, um, has made contact with extraterrestrials. Um, it's primarily the military side of the, the government. Um, they, they, they have access to, to, to UFO technology. They're reverse engineering it. They're creating, I mean, yeah, they're creating weapons or improving weapon systems with reverse engineered alien technology that it, that, Every program has been from that angle. The, the, you know, the government knows all about it. They've made contact. Um, yes. and, and that's what they're doing behind your back. Yeah. And, and do you know what? I mean, this might surprise you a little bit. It might surprise some of our listeners. But they really got my hackles up because they talk about these historical events hmm. like like Roswell and, you know, um, 
you know, the the spacecraft from Roswell being taken away and being reverse engineered, they talk about these things as fact. Mm. Now, I okay, I do the same on this show. But here's the thing. I know I've got you, Neil, mm. grounding me and grounding <laughs> Grounding the show, grounding the perspective being presented by the show, and you know, and, okay. and sort of challenging me. Mm. If this was, if this was just me on my own doing a podcast, I wouldn't be stating these things as facts the way you know. Yeah, so you being here gives me that freedom, and you know, mm. the, in the same way, you state something is you know absolutely not the case. Well, I'm here to challenge that, and mm. without. Without that, that that sort of baffle that um, that that resistance, mm. you get you get things like this top secret UFO projects declassified, and it's it's appalling. They are saying, "And oh, this definitely happened." It's like mm. well, we don't know that. I don't know that, and I'm like I'm true believer right here. Mm. And I don't know that, and it really got my hackers up. They were stating this as fact. They were, they're not impartial. No, and there, there are the no, thing. there there are no counterbalancing voices. There's no one saying, "Well, wait a minute, no, that that can't be right," because they're they're all speaking with with one voice. Yeah, they're not even saying. That's... Some people consider that you know it might not have happened. They're not even saying that. They're just stating it as fact. And, mm. and because this show presents as a documentary, as a factual documentary, it doesn't mm. present as entertainment. It doesn't present as a discussion or a debate. It presents as a factual documentary. I mean, the vast majority of people are going to see it for what it is. But, you know, there is, I think, a small enough minority in the public that, that are going to look at it and say, well, they've said it's fact. On this documentary, so it must be. I'm sure there are people who watch in in Britain Channel Five documentaries and say, "Gee whiz, you know that that must be true because because I saw it on on TV." There are lots of American channels that will have these. You know, they call them documentaries, but they're very very lightweight. Um, they're interspersed with loads and loads of commercials. I seem to remember watching documentaries in the US and at the end of every commercial break, it'll be previously we saw and it'll tell you what you previously saw. And then at the end of it, it'll be coming up next. And then sandwiched in between that, there'll be a minute or two of perhaps new material mm. and then boom, cut to cut to commercial break. Cause they have a lot of commercial breaks on some channels in, in the yeah. US um, far more than, than our, our broadcasts are, are allowed to have. And um, I'm guessing it's it's TV that's not really meant to be watched when you've got that level of commercials on it. You know, the TV's just on in the room like the radio. You don't you don't sit in front of it and watch it. You spend five hours watching actually an hour's worth of content. Cause... But but there will be those who who do actually watch it and absorb it, and that's where journalistic integrity, if you're presenting a documentary, mm. is absolutely vital. Um, so yeah, so they got my hackles up on that. They also got my hackles, and it, it's kind of it's in the same tone, it's in the same vein. They would show actual historical footage. Mm. They'd splice in CGI created UFO footage that they've mm. made, 
Um, but they've made it in such a way that it looks like it's from the original thing. And yeah, there were a few times they spliced in, like, you know, it'd be like a black and white picture of a UFO mm. in amongst other black and white footage from the time. With a, with a wounded alien crawling away from the wreckage. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, exactly. And that, that one crops yeah. up quite a lot in there. And uh, it, 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 it again, you know, if you've not got a critic, and now you and I, Neil, I mean, we're both actors. We've we've worked in the industry a long time. We can we can spot CGI and things like that. We've, well, I won't say we're trained, but we've got a keen eye for it. It, it doesn't you know? take much spotting, and that that's one of my bugbears as an actor. Oh, we're both actors. Um, to see a show like this, where when it's recreating scenes, yeah, you know, just brief scenes, that instead of using people, actors, maybe just film extras. Is it just film extras? Film extras? Film extras? No. Yeah. Move, movies couldn't be made without film extras. They're Absolutely. an important part of the, even though they're, they're way down the food chain and in this the sort of hierarchical snobbery you of, just of dug the, yourself the out world of film. Hole, Neil. Don't yeah. dig yourself back yeah. into one. But, but extras, <laughs> extras are important and they play yeah, a vital yeah. role. And yeah. So, what, but what they use instead are these sort of um, computer generated cartoons that that look like is it right to call them avatars that yes. they yeah. it looks like a sort of 1990s computer game it's well, very, <laughs> really they look really weird there's a game i actually play every friday night with a group of friends uh, called phasmophobia hmm. it, it's a ghost hunting game it's a lot of fun uh, we're not sponsored by phasmophobia but i play it anyway it's great mm. um they actually look an awful lot like the characters from that that you're controlling and walking okay. around with um it wouldn't surprise me if it's the same people that created them mm. it's that similar um but yeah that no there, there's those and they're obviously cgi but but like i said it's the alien crawling along you know injured leaving yes. the spacecraft it looks to an untrained eye, that's a a different level again of CGI, mm. and that in of itself that's quite sort of manipulative in a way. Is to show one bit of CGI that is very very obviously CGI, and then another bit that fits in with other historical film mm. footage that doesn't look like CGI necessarily, or certainly isn't mm. anywhere near the same level of CGI. That's I, that never struck me before. No, I'm getting even worse about this show. <laughs> oh, um, I, I mean, it didn't strike me that that was a, a blatant attempt to deceive. That no, here's some real footage of an, an alien crawling away from his his wrecked spacecraft. Um, I, I just thought it, it, the show just looks cheaply made. The low production values. At no point do they say when they're showing these these images of UFOs flying or what have you, at no point does it say recreation or reconstruction reconstruction or anything like that. There's no sign of it. And it is spliced right in with genuine footage. Mm. And that, that bothers me. That bothers me greatly. Um, I don't like misleading people. Like I said, on this show, I will say, oh, yeah, that really happened. But but we're debating. You know, it's, that's a different thing. But it, when, when you say genuine footage, it's not, you know, this is footage of the thing that we're actually talking about. It will just show some footage of some some military jets flying. Yes. 
when they talk, we're talking about the, uh, the the air the air force race to intercept. Oh, here's some here's some footage of some yep. jets, and then from... it will cut to a shot a shot of a black triangle style UFO, and then back mm. to the jets. Mm. And it looks like it's sort of taken from the same mm. thing. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the individual episodes, or at least as much as we can. So each of these episodes run to between 41 and 44 minutes each Mm. in length. You've got that benefit with streaming services, of course, haven't you? You don't have to stick to this. It's got to be perfectly this length to the millisecond because of adverts and timings. and There there is that, yeah. I mean, Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite a thing. But but they have stuck to around about the forty-one to forty-four minute um, time frame. Uh, first episode, uh, I think, as you mentioned, is about Project Blue Book. Hmm. Uh, and again, there was a lot of speculation being stated as fact in that, but it didn't it didn't tell me anything I didn't already know that I wasn't already aware of. How about yourself, Neil? Um, no, because um, we, we have covered it in depth and um, referred to it over several episodes of Aliens Explored. But I can imagine to a casual viewer who's just come to this for the first time, never heard of anything, ne- never heard any of this before. Yes, they're probably not getting the best version of, of the story, but um, it will at least tell them what, what Project Blue Book is or was do you know what i never thought about that before there's this subject as a an introduction to the whole ufo thing Mm. i never thought of it that way because i always think i I suppose i you know without thinking about it i just automatically go to the whole well everybody watching it is really into ufos like i am Mm. not into ufos but you know what i mean no i think i think they're going for a I i think that's partly the reason why it is like it is that it will be teaching our listeners to suck eggs they, they're not going to see anything they didn't already they hadn't already heard about there'll, there'll be no revelations for our listeners but there'll be an awful lot of casual viewers who will think oh i didn't know that oh what's, you know, is, is that really true was there a project blue book was there a project aurora that's all the more reason why they shouldn't be stating speculation as fact well, that that's all the more reason why they would, wouldn't they? Because then they can just present their their argument um, unchallenged. It's almost like um, tabloid newspapers who can quite often present opinion as reported fact, objective news reporting, mm. and often their readers can't tell the difference. It's immoral, Neil. It's, it's immoral, immoral and but you know we know tabloid newspapers will have they, they will have an opinion on the front page. Mm. Even then, even the worst of them will at least they'll not state things as absolute fact. They'll include words like allegedly and it is claimed mm. to cover themselves. This this show doesn't even do that. Anyway. <laughs> second episode. Uh, second episode but, but, is called "The White House Cover Up." I mean, how provocative can you get? And that's 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 what they're trying to do. They want to, you know, keep their keep their viewers hooked. 
have no shame. Anyway, uh, that's talking about MJ12 or Majestic or Majestic mm. 12 or however you want to um, phrase it. Um, and, and at least in the description, they say, did the US government launch a secret organization to cover up the truth about UFOs? Um, at least, I suppose, the description is asking the question. The program just says, Yes, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. Now, they may have done. I mean, even I'm like mm. going to say, they may have done. I would say there is a lot of evidence that points to it. Now, that evidence, some of it is circumstantial. Uh, some of it does take a bit of a leap. I think, I think in all likelihood, yes. Mm. But I'm not going to sit here and claim it as absolute fact like they do. Oh, yeah. Anyway, third one. Um, is one you've mentioned, codename Aurora, um, talking about reverse engineering alien technologies. Mm. The fourth one, hacked and leaked. Uh, so this is internal leaks and external hacks reveal potentially major UFO intelligence held by governments. Uh, and a man claims to have performed multiple alien autopsies. I'm intrigued to find out more about the guy. Yeah, that's because I've not seen this one yet. Is it is it interesting? At least that one. Um, was it interesting? Um, they all have this. <laughs> I found all the episodes kind of have this soporific effect on me. That uh, you know, you're <laughs> listening to these guys. Oh, did you really? Did you? <laughs> yes, I performed all these autopsies. I saw these these alien creatures. Um, I, I I don't know. I'm, I think we should. Yeah, we should. We should make a note of his name and have a have a little delve into his background. We see may what, well do. Um, what's he doing now? Where do the, all these alien bodies come from? Why do these Why do these advanced craft keep crashing? Well, I mean, that's a question we've posed on this show before, and I think there's just so damn many of them. Mm. And, <laughs> but no, it's no going to happen. No, no one asked the question. Actually, would it be possible to reverse engineer technology from that's possibly thousands of years advanced in our own? Suppose a suppose a B one stealth bomber went through some kind of loophole in the in the in the space time continuum and crash landed in the fifteenth century in the in in the middle of the Wars of the Roses. Do you think either side, the House of York or the House of Lancaster, would be able to reverse engineer that technology and 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 to actually use a stealth bomber against against the the opposing forces? Are you suggesting that maybe we'd get a Lancaster bomber a bit early? <laughs> I'm making a yeah, joke there. Yeah, anyway. but, but, but yeah, <laughs> terrible joke. But a joke yeah, but yeah, I've heard people like Professor Stephen Greer talking about how these civilizations are thousands, possibly millions of years more advanced mm. than our own. Well, you're talking about yeah, you're, you're talking about you know perhaps uh, I, people living on a primitive island who have just sort of hunted and fished. You know, they're just hunter gatherers, fishers who one day jump in their war canoes. And go paddling out and capture a nuclear submarine. That, that, that's it's that sort of level, disparity between the two levels of technology. Well, you drip feed it, don't you? Um, yeah. I mean, it's not. Um, it's not an overnight. Oh, overnight! Suddenly, we can recreate everything. You'll look at one particular aspect of it, um, and yeah, if it's a submarine, maybe that is. 
um, oh, crikey, how how you would make steel. So they might look at mm. steel and like maybe try and recreate it, maybe redesign it, maybe melt it down, try and get it into its component substances to try and find out what substances actually make it up in the first place. So they can, and then maybe, you know, over a couple of decades of really hard work, maybe mm. they can create steel where they couldn't before. And when you look at the amount of advancements that have happened to us in the last 50 years, they are phenomenal. We have evolved, technologically speaking, more than we have in the last 500 years. In have the last we, 50. Though? Yes, have, we have. Have we? Though? I mean, when, when I think about it, I think, well, all the things, for instance, my, my iPhone, all the things it's got on it, it's not really a phone, it's a it's a pocket-sized computer. It um, I hardly ever use it as a, as a telephone, but it's, it's used to, you know, to send emails, I surf, surf the internet, I, I use it as a navigator, I yep. use it to learn languages, I, I use it for all kinds of things. Um, but those were all things that I was able to do as a school kid 50 years ago. Yeah, I could make a phone call, but I had to go to a phone booth. Yeah, I could send a message, but I had to go to the post office. Yeah, I had portable music, but I had to carry around a cassette player and cassette. So it's it's not anything that I never had before. It's just a vast improvement on it. When I compare that with, say, my grandparents or my great-grandparents who were born into a world where heavier-than-air flight wasn't a thing, people had only ever flown in balloons up until then, um, that recorded music wasn't a thing. If you liked a song, if you went to the music hall and heard a song you liked, well, you had to go and buy the sheet music and learn how to play it yourself because it wasn't a thing. There, were, there weren't any films or TV or anything like that. So they genuinely saw lots and lots of, lots and lots of new things coming up that, um, you know, whereas where we, all I've seen are improvements to things I already had. Well, what, yeah, but those improvements are led by the digital revolution. So yeah. for what you're talking about, so, you know, you've got like celluloid film as a, mm. as a perfect example of this. That is a mechanical process. Yeah. It's a mechanical and chemical process. Through to now, storing and even creating movies completely digitally on these little tiny silicon chips. Mm. There, there is no mechanical property really whatsoever to them now. Yeah, I mean, the, the technology behind it obviously is revolutionary, but what's actually being delivered isn't. It's well, an improvement. That's it's, just how the te- that's just how the technology is used. That's it's the technology that is evolving. Yeah, and I, I, and I, I remember a quote from the nineteen eighties, and I think it was when one of the the new satellite um, TV channels was it B Sky B or something mm-hmm. or British before it merged into B Sky B. And what someone said was, "You can't sell a technology. You can't market a technology to people. People people got." Um, satellite tv they bought they bought their satellites or they got cable tv because of what they offered in terms of content mainly sports yeah. in in sky people bought it for that they didn't care about the technology and that's that's where their their rivals sky's rivals failed because they were just saying look we've got this amazing technology and people said i don't care what's on it oh nothing i want to watch i won't but buy it i'll i'll go back a little bit further to betamax versus vhs yeah Betamax was by far the superior format. But it was more expensive. And they didn't have the big blockbuster films that Sony had with VHS. 
And they didn't. Uh, yeah, another. Do you remember? Shortly after that was laser discs. Yes. Um, yes, a forerunner of discs. Did it? So you got like a yeah. like a twelve inch, like an LP sized disc. Exactly. That you put in a special. Yeah, very expensive. But I mean, even very, that, very high quality movies, but very very expensive. But even that's a mechanical process because you have literal ridges, very much the way an LP works, that mm. a laser is reading rather than a needle. Mm. Um, but now, like I say, we've moved ahead of that. We're heading to quantum computers where they are literally building computers one like what molecules at a time. Mm. Uh, that is look at where we were look at that compared to tubes. You remember it, the old glass tubes? Yeah. And but va- you, know, you know valves and tubes. Th- there are some things that haven't changed. I still iron my clothes with the same technology. When I when I go out in the rain, I still have an umbrella that someone from the nineteenth century would recognise. It still turns inside out when a gust of wind <laughs> blows. You know, it's a lot of things haven't moved. Someone once said that actually the washing machine has made more difference to people's lives than the internet. Oh, globally, I think- globally. You know? I think I might debate that one. <laughs> but anyway, let's um <laughs> maybe our <laughs> listeners can <laughs> let us know whether they think a washing machine or the internet has a bigger impact on their lives. <laughs> I think I know the answer. <laughs> but write to us. Let us know what you think. You can write to us. But, and and let us know. Do you know, we haven't done our summary. I'm jumping ahead of myself here because we've gone a little bit yeah. further on than we normally do. So we, we've got, as far as the fourth episode, Hacked and Leaked, there's also one about Soviet secrets, which I'm guessing is the same as the White House one, but for Russia. Um, well, it covers Soviet, China and Brazil um, because they speculate okay. that Brazil will be the country most likely to reveal the information they have. Okay, and the final episode is called After Disclosure, so that's purely a speculative what if aliens landed and they made Mm. themselves known to us, uh, I'm guessing from that. So, so Neil, (laughs) top secret UFO projects, declassified, is it one you'd recommend our listeners watch? Um. Not particularly. I say have a look if you if you fancy it. It's if you got if you if you got forty five minutes to spare and you, you you know you don't fancy staying up to watch a full length feature movie. Yeah, you might as well look at that. I mean, we we know you're interested in in aliens explored. You'll you'll at least get to see what Nick Pope looks like and what he sounds like. <laughs> uh, to see the enemies, but but it, it will be it will be familiar ground for our listeners. I'm I'm going to say. Yes, watch it and then write to the producers and tell them how appalling they are. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's what <laughs> I think you should do. Um, but no, have have a look at it for yourselves, listeners. Let us know what you think about it. As I say, you can let us know via the usual means. Uh, you can email us. We are aliensexplored at gmail.com. You can contact us through Facebook. You can t- contact us through Twitter. If you join our Patreon program at any tier, uh, you get access to our Discord Uh, our private patron-only Discord, uh, and you can chat to us through there as well. So uh, do look out for that one. Um, Yeah, we we do want to hear what you think about it. I'm 
I, I am going to finish it off. I'm going to watch the final three episodes. Um, Good for you. I'll, I'll watch the last one. Quiet rage. Um, yeah, I, I, hadn't realized quite, I hadn't realised quite how far I'd got through it. So the, I've only got one to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick it out. Yeah. Uh, so we may reference it again in a future episode. You never know. Um, but there are, I think there are definitely better documentaries out there. Um, there's, there's worse mm. as well. But never mind. Um, we'll maybe talk about those on another Mm. Anyway, join us next time when we will be looking at the mysterious message um, that perhaps had something to do with non-human entities uh, associated with the disappearance of flight MH370. That that's Mike Hotel 370. Yes. So those of a, of a military bent out there. Yes. And uh, for clarity. Mike Hotel 370 indeed disappeared back in 2014 Uh, so join us for that in the meantime keep watching those documentaries the good, the bad and the ugly and of course keep watching those scenes and keep in touch take care for now bye bye Aliens Explored is a Fecal Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter or Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit us on aliensexplored.com.